International Orienteering Podcast Mapping Compass Navigation Skill Orienteering Competition like International Orienteering Podcast International Orienteering Podcast uh, will of course uh, take a brief preview of uh, Vanla and Yukola Relay and uh, we will start with the uh, Vanla Relay uh, of course, uh, the women's first, um, and uh, for Vanla, we know that it's uh, almost uh, 1,600 teams entered from 30 nations. Uh, uh, yeah, what do you think about uh, Vanla, Ivo? Yeah, Vanla is a, is a the Vanla relay is a great show. Uh, always very very tight battles. Uh, always very good TV production. Um, really really setting the mood for for me as a runner in the men's relay seeing the venla relay on the on on the tv finnish tv is like really one of the best feelings during the year it's so uh, it's such a good orienteering production it's always exciting uh, and it's always really setting a good mood for me my, before i'm going to run myself later in the night and uh, this year's uh, venla are and Nukola are going in uh going to take part in uh, Borgo or uh, is it Purvo in Finnish? I think Purvo, yes. So uh, that's like uh, 45 minutes maybe east for Helsinki, uh, down at the south coast. And from the from the old maps, uh, I think we can see, we can expect proper Nordic terrain uh, with uh, quite technical orienteering. Uh, there might be I think there will be a lot more mistakes than we saw in the Tiumila relay, where it was a bit more open and a bit more yeah, easy, I would say. And uh, we all know that uh, this uh, Yukula camp, uh, that is uh, the few days before uh, Yukula and Venla, that's the, that's the best camp of the season when you come there to Finland in the nice, uh, warm, hot weather and uh, do some uh, easy sessions. Uh, just to get the technique in the Finnish uh, forest uh, smooth. And uh, as uh, one um, clubmate of mine once said, it's not sure It's not uh, sure that you will run a single second faster, but, but it is so good to be there those days, to just do those easy trainings and uh, do the chat in the sauna and everything. Yeah, so we are recording this on Tuesday evening and I'm going over to Finland tomorrow so i will have uh, some some of these nice days you're talking about then the weather forecast looks amazing uh, the next three four days it will be 27 28 maybe even 30 degrees uh, sun all day uh, i think we can expect a really 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 warm saturday for the juvenla uh, relay and also an extremely warm night for the ukula relay so as the weather forecast looks to be now it we we all have a great weekend ahead of us yeah, and actually this year's Yumila was a bit of a sneak peek uh, for uh, Vanla and Yukola. And um, yeah, we can take the, the formulas uh, for uh, the Vanla relay before we dig into the teams and the favorites. Vanla, uh, uh, it starts uh, uh, 2 o'clock uh, in the afternoon on Saturday uh, with the first leg is uh, 6.6 uh, to 6.7 kilometers. Quite flat uh, orienteering, 45 minutes. Uh, leg number two, 5.2 to 5.3. Uh, 
quite flat also there with the estimated time of 34 minutes. Like number three, 6.5 to 6.6. Uh, 46 minutes estimated and then the last leg is uh, uh, 7.7 uh, kilometers uh, with a bit more climbing and uh, 51 minute estimated. In total it's uh, uh, 26 kilometers of orienteering uh, in uh, a bit less than three hours. And uh, who will this suit best, Ivar? I think uh, the big difference between Tiumila and Yukula is that uh, in Tiumila you have the the long uh, unforked leg this year it was the third leg in the women's relay uh, in the women in in venla relay all the legs are forked uh, that means that the tactical aspect is much smaller i would say uh, and much less important and here it's about having yeah, the best orienteers uh, of course you need to have a good first leg runner uh, because the first leg is of course always a bit special and a bit tactical but from the second leg and out it's all about having good orienteers that can pick their forkings and do their own orienteering at the high speed. So no surprise, it will suit the teams that have the best individual runners. Um, and uh, we will do as we did in the pre-Tiumila edition of uh, Even National. We will take it from highest uh, beep number until the lowest beep number. And uh, then it's worth noting that uh, last year's uh, Vanla was uh, quite tight uh, until the world champ so it was a couple of uh, runners missing from the top teams so uh, uh, some of the top teams will come uh, quite early in this uh, in this preview but we'll start a uh, really high bip number uh, Eva. yeah so we'll, we 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 tend to do long podcasts but we will not go through all 1549 teams uh, that are entered, but we will start with bib number 1548, uh, and that is Ukopan Oahus. Uh, they were number 23 in Tiumila, uh, and they have a yeah, they have a very good team. But the reason they have such a high number bib is that they forgot to enter, and yeah, that means that they might end up starting in the in the last row. Uh, and if they have to start in the last row, that start position will cost them a lot of time on the first leg. Um, so they have a good team, uh, Hedvig Gidesen on the first leg, Lotte Jauerwe Markusen on the second leg, Karoline Jötrup on the third leg, and then finishing with Andrine Benjaminsen. So very, very good team, even if they are without Cecilia Friberg-Hysner. Uh, so they are a team that could challenge for a top 10, uh, but if they have to start in the last part, they will lose a lot of time for that, but maybe maybe they will get to, yeah, sometimes the organizers move team up so they can start in a much more normal position, if you can say that. Uh, I know that uh, last year um, it happened to Freydi uh, from Norway. They got a high beep number, but they were uh, allowed, to, they uh, moved the map for the first leg uh, uh, in, into the, into the, yeah, where it's supposed to be. But then they had got the wrong uh, map, so uh, just before the start, there came uh, the guy who got uh, their map and said, I'm sorry, you've got my map. Uh, but, and then they were so confused, both of them, that they were just standing still when all the thousands of uh, first leg runners were uh, heading out. So I think they lost even more by that. But um, that's a story they can laugh of uh, when they're going to the 
to the retirement uh, home. Retirement home, as we call it in Norway. Uh, from uh, Ukapan Aarhus, we um, go quite uh, quite uh, far down in the list. Yeah, let's skip almost 1,500 teams and we head to team number 54, that is MS Parma. Uh, they were the organizers last year, so then they didn't run. Uh, but they have a very good team and they were number 19 in Tiumila this year. And I think their team is better for the short le- uh, with, with four legs than with five legs. Uh, especially two very good runners in Eni Alava and Maya Sianoya. I expect them to run the last two legs that are the longer ones. And then it's interesting to, it would be interesting to see the team selection, who they pick. Uh, if they go for, for example, they have a, this very young, very good Czech runner, uh, Anna Karlova. She's still a junior. And I think she could be a good choice first leg. And then maybe, a, yeah. Uh, but yeah, we will see if they have a good good base of runners to pick from and two very strong runners on the last two legs. So MS Parma is definitely a team that can fight for the top 10. Yeah, we know that uh, Annie Oliver had a really good uh, European champs uh, last year uh, and uh, Maya Sianoya, she is selected for uh, the World uh, World Championship team for Finland and are, are supposed to run the relay there. And uh, yeah, she will show her skills on the last leg here in the relay. And then uh, we are into the 40s. I think uh, Maya Sianoya... Is it not Mia Nittinen that is running the relay in the World Champs? I think Maya Siena just runs the long distance. Maybe uh, I'm missing them up. Yeah, I'm sorry. Maybe I'm uh, wrong. Uh, yeah, you can correct, correct me that. But uh, then we're going into the 40s in the beat numbers. Yeah, so 47 last year, uh, Espon Sunta. Uh, they have a very, very interesting team. Uh, they were number 17 in Tiumila. And... I think it could suit them even better here with four legs uh, and especially with Finnish terrain uh, as they have a team with a lot of young, good Finns uh, to pick from and also some good foreign runners. Um, I think the the key runners in this team is Silva Kempi, still a junior, and then Han Hiu, uh, that was a junior last year. This is the first year as an elite runner. Uh, I expect those two to be like the core of the team. Siana Sen, the, the young Swiss girl, was running well first leg at Umila. She could be an option. Uh, and then maybe Rita Maramarosi, the very promising Hungarian runner, gets to run the last leg. But they have a lot of good options. Uh, Eli Punto is one of the best Finnish juniors. She could be in the team. Uh, they have more Hungarian runners. So, uh, But yeah, Espon Sunta. It's, uh, the Espon is west of Helsinki, so but Borgo is east of Helsinki, but it's still it should be very, very familiar terrain. So I think it will suit them well. And they are definitely a team to watch out for. Uh, and we know that uh, the mother of uh, Hanne Hilo, she was uh, in the most epic sprint finish ever in uh, Vanla. It was uh, in Juansu in uh, 2000. It was uh, Marika Mikola, who is the name of uh, the mother of uh, Hanne Hilo. Uh, she was running for Bekkelage back then, and uh, Bekkelage from Norway. And they were actually sprinting against uh, uh, Lidon Parma, who is the, uh, was the, then the girl team of MS Parma. And there it was the Estonian Kilikalius. And they were sprinting. Uh, you know, the sprint finish in Jukola is quite uh, long from the last control. But uh, there were ne- neither of them giving up. And uh, But uh, there was uh, this uh, girl from... Uh, Lidon Palma, she was winning with, uh, yeah, one half meter in the finish. 
So uh, and that, that was for the victory. Yeah, for the victory actually. So and Marika Mikola, she had said to the Bekelag girls before, if it's a sprint finish, uh, I will win. And uh, she would probably won won against every other than uh, Kilikalius because Kilikalius she was really good uh, uh, runner. So, but that was back then, twenty uh, three years ago. Now we're talking about uh, this year. Yeah, I don't think Han Hilo will sprint for the victory uh, as her mother did. Uh, not this year, maybe in the future. They are all extremely young. Uh, I think they're all like 23 or younger. So they are a team to watch out for this year, uh, but more, even more in the future if they can keep all the, all the good runners. Yeah, and we know that uh, Han, she is named after uh, Marika Mikola's teammates back then, Hannes Amstad and Hannes And then we can jump to the next team. Yeah, uh, and here is also uh, a team that could be fighting for top spots. Uh, Göteborg Majorna, number 43 uh, last year. Then they were missing some runners because of World Championship. Lina Sran was not running. Uh, they were number 12 in Tiumila this year. Not extremely good because they had more potential given that the, the first team was quite far behind their second team after two legs. Uh, so I might we might can see some changes from the Yukula from the Timila team to the Venla team here. Uh, it's obvious that Lina Strand will run the last leg. Uh, I think it's quite clear that Tilde Backlund should run the second last leg, uh, and then it's very open who will get the two first spot. Uh, I would go, probably guess that Moa Enmark get to run the first leg. She was in the second team at Timila but ran really well on the first leg there. Uh, and then, like, the second leg is completely open. It could be Sabina Aumo. She will run J-Walk for Finland this year. could be Elinora Linder. Uh, the former junior world championship, Lili Grabe, could be an option. And maybe even Runa Fremstad that ran a really good second leg for the second team at Jumila. So, this is one of the clubs where it's they have so big depth uh, that it's really hard to pick the last few spots in the team. Um, and they are, yeah, they are a team that can do really well if they do if they get a good start on the first two legs. Uh, yeah, they're uh, quite a high uh, BIP number, but uh, I think they're uh, better than their uh, BIP number. Definitely. And yeah, then, good chance to improve that. And then we uh, move forward to another uh, Swedish team. Yeah, so team number 40, uh, Alta Ösa. I'm not quite sure about they, if they will be a factor or not. Uh, they are entered, and last year they were number 40. They had not, without the best team there. Uh, this year at Timila, they had all the best runners, but they ended up in 27th. It was a bad relay for them. And I'm not sure if Natalia Gempel will run. And if Natalia Gempel is running, uh, then Alta can be a contender for top 10. If she is not running, I think they will not be relevant for the relay. I think uh, actually Gempel uh, took uh, farewell with their um, teammates in Alta after this year's Tiumila, but I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see when the, we will see when the team comes out. But uh, I, I think she's not running, as you say. So, yeah. But we we have to keep in mind that if Natalia Gempel is running, then we have to watch out for Alta because if the other three then can perform a bit over. Uh, what they're maybe capable of nowadays, a little bit more like they did back in the days, then they could be an outsider. But yeah, without Natalia Gempel, they should not be fighting for a top 15, top 20 position either. Yeah, Gempel is uh, one of the world's best uh, last leg runners. And uh, in the next team we will look at, uh, we find another of the world's best uh, last leg runners. 
Yeah, uh, or we can say the world's best runner. Uh, we come to number 32, Skura Tuna. Uh, they were number four in Team Illal, uh, a month ago. And they have a very, very good team. And they are they are clearly benefiting from four legs instead of five legs. Uh, and with two Alexanderson on the last leg, uh, we know that everything can happen. Uh, but I think they, they have a strong enough team to put her out in a really, really good position. So she doesn't need to perform a super performance where we catch up five, six minutes. Uh, but because she can she can start out in the leading group. Uh, I expect them to start with Tilda Östberg on the first leg. Then Rebecca Heinrup on the second leg. She was winning the second leg at Teomila. She's a very good relay runner. And then you have Marie Wulaus and Tuval Sanderson on the last leg. I would say that, yeah, it, it's easy to say that EF Göteborg is the big favorites because they were winning one we were both one and two on Team Mila, but in my eyes Tura Tuna is the big favorite here. Uh yeah it will be really interesting to see because uh yeah they, as you said they are two really strong runners. Uh, and uh, yeah uh, but they need to put them out in uh, in a good position. And uh, if we move forward we will uh, go uh, further on for uh, more Interesting teams. Um, yes, uh, then we come to number 26, uh, and then we're heading to Jala. Uh, they were number 26 in Tiumila. That was not really good for them, but they were also without Caroline Olson there. Uh, now Caroline Olson should be should be running, and I I've seen that she's been out in Swedish media complaining a little bit of how uh, how she got told that uh, she was not getting a spot in the Swedish book team. So. Hopefully she is a bit uh, revengeful and wants to run a really, really good leg here. Uh, I'm a bit unsure on how they will line up on the first three legs. And yeah, they have some options and not really any yeah, runners with top international results to show for. But some of them are running, have been running really good relays uh, many times like Sarah Sjöqvist and Elsa Jansson. Uh, and then they are lacking. Uh, Sof- Sophie Bachmann, the Swiss runner, is missing. Uh, but yeah, so maybe the last one in the team would be the Portuguese, Filipa Rodriguez. She's also been running some good relays this year. So that's a team to look out for. Uh, they are a team with high potential, but it can also be going very wrong uh, before Caroline Olsen gets the map. Uh, I think, uh, yeah, it's good uh, for uh, Yala that uh, Caroline also is in the position of revenge. And then she will uh, perform quite good and... Uh, uh, yeah, it was uh, uh, some good media stuff there uh, after uh, she was not selected in uh, to the World Championship team. Uh, but I uh, I can't uh, see what was wrong with uh, with the communication there. But she was uh, of course disappointed. So we will hope she will not be disappointed after Vanla. Um, and we have also an exotic team in uh, group number twenty-five. Yes, then we have come to Switzerland and to OL Norska. Uh, they were number two in Venla a long time ago. When was it? Was it 2017, 2016, 2017 maybe? Yeah, Some I point. think. 2017 maybe. Uh, and they have a strong team. Not as strong as it was back then, but uh, they are definitely a team to watch out for. Uh, especially now that Sabine Hauswift is starting to find some better form again. Uh, she was running yeah, pretty good in the races in Switzerland last week. Uh, so I expect her to take the last leg. Uh, Simone Niglia has been good this year. She should be running the third leg. 
they are starting with the, the young Vera Mose, first year elite runner, good runner, fast runner, uh, which have been running good relays before. And then with Sarina Kibbutz on the on the short second leg, I think they will be well covered and they should be a team to be in contention for the top spots when, think, when Sabine Hauswitz is running the last leg. It's interesting to see that uh, the Swiss runners uh, actually are running uh, this uh, Finnish relay uh, this year. Uh, last time it was uh, world champs in Switzerland uh, back in uh, 2012. Uh, uh, in my club, uh, Christiansson, uh, we had... Uh, Five Swiss runners uh, that, were, that were not not participating in Nukola. So, uh, uh, in uh, practically, we had the second team to the start. So then, did you even get the spot then? Ah, then I was really close. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Then we can move on to IFK Mura. and yeah, as you mentioned, a lot of Swiss runners is running Nukola, but not everyone. And when it comes to IFK Mura, I'm not sure if Paula Gross will run Nukola or not. Uh, I don't know that. Uh, if if she's not running, that's a big loss for Mura. If she's running, they have a team that can fight for the top 15 at least, uh, together with the Czech Kosva sisters. And yeah, maybe they have a decent Swedish girl, Sara Kinlund, or another Czech girl, Mikaela Metelkova. Uh, they were number 18 at Timila, and I think the, yeah, the format of Venla should fit them well uh, if Paula Gross is running, but uh, that's a big if. Yeah, it's uh, they're always uh, a strong team from uh, Mura, uh, uh, building up with uh, money earned at uh, Barcelona, isn't it? Yeah, but I, I'm not sure how much money has uh, been used to build up the the elite team uh, nowadays. Uh, but yeah, the women's team of IFK Mura is still competitive at a high level. Uh, the men's team has been. Yeah, drastically weak in the last five years, maybe. Uh, they used to be a lot better back in the days. Uh, for example, when they were number four at Tio Mila in 2014. Uh, but now they have a lot of the same guys. But yeah, 10 years older. Uh, but yeah, the women team of Muira is... Yeah, they are interesting if they're here with all the best ones, but we don't know that. Then uh, then we move to an, uh, a team uh, that uh, has uh, yeah a women's... Uh team uh, only almost uh, there are at least uh, there they are uh, in the top yeah they are they're clearly better in the women's uh, relay than in the men's relay uh, and then we're talking about Vestivik uh, and they are a team that has actually entered uh, the team already in the in the in the Yukola database so we can we can we know what to work with here so Lena Eliasson Löf is running the first leg she was running a good first leg at Yumila but then she was missing a punch and they got disqualified. Uh, hopefully she will get the punches right this time. Uh, then Elin Karlsson is running the second leg. Agnes Nørgård-Kracht is run, running the third leg. And Nicoline Fribe-Klisner is running the last leg. So no air van Dongen, uh, but uh, a very, very good team. Yeah, it's uh, interesting. Uh, and uh, I'm sure uh, Lena Liasson will uh, put them uh, in, into the top position already in the first leg and then um, then it's easier to go on with the rest of the relay for them and uh, then we're moving to um, Sweden uh, yeah to Uppsala in Sweden uh, a team that didn't get uh, the right uh, good start into Umila this year no but they are really a team to look out for this time and in my book they are a clear contender for a podium spot 
they were number t number ten at Tiomila with a bad start, as you mentioned. Uh, so there are a lot to, to improve from here. Uh, I expect them to run with three young Norwegian girls and then with Johanna Riedfeldt on the last leg. And Johanna Riedfeldt is in good form. She's going to run the long distance at World Championship. Um, and I think the yeah, the more traditional Nordic terrain uh, in Jukula will suit them better than the a bit special uh, Norgelands terrain in, in Tiumila. So Ukolene is definitely a team to watch out for for maybe for top three, but at least for top five. And uh, the three young Norwegian girls are uh, in order: Kristin Melby Jakobsen, Oda Schiele, Pia Youngvik, and then they will send out uh, Johanna Riedefelt uh, on the last leg. Yeah, or that's the team we are assuming to be. Uh, I haven't seen the official team yet. Maybe you have heard something. No, I haven't heard, but uh, I think uh, we are the expert here, and uh, I think we are not <laughs> far from uh, from okay. Uh, and then we have the Lithuanian uh, uh, favorite uh, who showed uh, great skills in uh, Tiumila. Yep, and they are also a team to really look out for in the in the top. Uh, they were number eight at uh, at Tiumila. Uh, they have been winning a relay a Finnish relay league race in the spring. Uh, they are a team that can definitely be in the top five, uh, maybe even fight for the podium here. Yeah, and, and then we are talking about Igtisa. Uh, we didn't mention that. Yes, the, yeah, I think they. I think our listeners got it when we said Lithuania. Uh, but yeah, so Igtisa from Lithuania. Uh, they are ent- they have entered the team, and there is two Latvian girls and two Polish girls, and they are starting with the Latvian. Uh, so Sandra Grosberger is running the first leg, Elsa Kuse is running the second leg, Alexandra Hornik is running the third leg, and Hanna Wisniewska is running the last leg, and. I will not be surprised if Ikisa is in the top three of the three legs. And then Hanna Wisniewska is a really strong physical runner. Technically, she can be a little bit up and down. Uh, but on a good day, they can fight for a podium here. But uh, then they have changed uh, since uh, Timula. Then it was uh, Hornik on uh, last leg. Yeah, then Wisniewska was running the, the long on fourth leg. Uh, and also Hornik had a quite bad race at Timula. So maybe that's why they changed. I don't know. Uh, but I think when they won the relay league in the spring, I think Vishnevska was running the last leg there. Yeah, but uh, at least they have got uh, good uh, feedback uh, early in the spring and uh, running with uh, great confidence uh, in uh, in Venla this uh, weekend. So it will be exciting to see. I also think they can fight for a podium position. And uh, maybe also that's the, the case for uh, Tisaran. Yeah, Tisaran. It's always a lot of talk about Tisan before the women's relay. And they were number 11 in Tiumila uh, after a very, very bad start where they lost like 10 minutes on the first leg. Uh, they need to avoid something like that to be able to fight for the top spots here. Uh, but they will have a good team. Uh, Andrea Svensson on the last leg, she was missing out on the Swedish book selections. Uh, but she's been very, very good this season. And yeah, it's not a lot of girls that is better than her on the last leg. And she showed at Tumila that she also has a very good kick uh, in the final sprint. So I don't think there's a lot of girls in the other teams that wants to have a sprint finish against her. And that's always something to yeah to take in take with you with confidence when you're heading into the relay. And then of course next to her you will have the Chandon sisters. And then I'm not sure who will get the last spot from Louisa Persson or Linnea Klaasdotter. Both of them are running quite well at Jumila. So they have, they have good options. 
And uh, then we are uh, moving uh, to Norway and a team that uh, has won uh, Venla before. Yeah, number 19 last year, Bekkelage. Uh I'm not sure if they are what they're coming with or if they're coming with a good team. Uh, last year, Tilda Johansson was running the last leg. Uh, this year, she injured herself at the Norwegian Champs knockout sprint. And I'm not sure if she's back in action and if she's ready to run. Uh, they didn't even have a full team at Tumila. So, yeah, if they can come with the best girls, they are maybe able to yeah, come close to repeating the last year's 19 spot. But if someone is missing, they have not a lot of depth. And yeah, uh, so I can't really see them being a big factor this year. Uh, and uh, before we go into next uh, team, uh, number eight last year, Holden, we can uh, hear with uh, a runner who has won uh, Vanla with Holden. Uh, in uh, 2012, Anna Magetta she knows how to run these uh, big relays. In the National Orienteering Podcast, uh, we have uh, with us uh, Anna Magetta Hösken And you are uh, a good runner in the Nydal team, who are one of the favorites uh, for Jukla or Vanla relay, may we call it. Uh, coming up uh, next weekend. Um, yeah, how is it looking in your uh, club now? Uh, yeah, uh, more than just more than one week before the event. Mm, I think uh, we're looking good. Um, training conditions are very well in Norway right now with the really nice weather. And it's like I'm afraid we're uh, we're using all the best summer days right now. <laughs> Sometimes it's like that, you know, that, yeah, like parts of June can be really nice. And then in July, you wonder where, where did the summer go? So um, it's really nice to be out training right now. Yeah, is it uh, like a club from uh, Norway uh, where we have, uh, can have quite a lot of snow in the winter? Is it better for you to be prepared for uh, the Venla relay uh, with your team than... Uh, uh, actually, this year at Jumel it was quite late, but mm. uh, even though... Yeah, in some ways you're right. Um, it's like previously in my career, I went a lot of road during the winter to find find the terrain and to run uh, <laughs> to run orienteering. But uh, like since, I don't know, five years ago or more than that, I stopped doing so. Um, I have other priorities so um, then it's yeah for runners like me it's an advantage that you um, is later than Timula but this year with Timula was no problem as it was yeah second half of May but when it's in April I think it's uh, a little bit early for us who don't travel during the winter and I guess some of the Finnish runners feel the same yeah, you mentioned it was uh, no problem for you this year at uh, Tiumila. How, uh, how are you satisfied? Uh, number three in Tiumila, uh, almost six minutes down uh, in the end. Um, is it good results for you? Are you satisfied with that? Yes, of course. Uh, to be top three is, uh, is a really great achievement for us. And I've been running for Nidaren since 2014. And mostly we've been outside top ten. Uh, we had one second place in 2016 and then we won last year and then we were third this year so uh, the other years we've been yeah different placings from I think 11 to 22 23 something like that so uh, top three is always great 
Yeah, and uh, last year at uh, Vanla, you were not uh, participating in the team, but uh, the team was uh, number five there. Uh, is that uh, the level you are uh, uh, aiming for also this year? Uh, top uh, five uh, or something like this, uh, this or podium or how do you look at the relay coming up? Yeah, we haven't spoken about like uh, what place uh, we should aim for, but um, I think we have shown both last year and this year that we are one of the teams that with normal performances can fight the um, top three, top six. And uh, um, I didn't run last year. This year, Tuna Bergerli will not run Jokola, uh, so or Vendla, as you call it. But I think uh, we showed with the five runners uh, in Team Ella that even if we lose Tuna, I think we we can still have these ambitions uh, to be up there. Yeah, and uh, you lose uh, Tuna and it's uh, four legs in uh, Vanla uh, against five at, at Team Ella. So uh, then it will be the normal setup uh, as uh, Team Ella. You only you will take the last leg and then we will have a team uh, like that. Or uh, uh, is the selection committee doing something uh, otherwise? Or uh, are they? Yeah. What uh, What's the plan? Um, actually, I am part of the selection committee for both the women and men team in Nederland, and uh, we haven't selected the team yet as we speak. It's um, there's one selection race left. It's the Saturday one week before Vanla. And uh, we have a selection team meeting on Sunday, so maybe the runners will be informed on Monday, I guess. Um, so this is not clear. And, but of course, the, the four runners, uh, except uh, now uh, who uh, remain from the team, and the team all did well there, but uh, nothing is decided yet. But it's hard, of course, for other runners to uh, qualify for the team when uh, the team did as well as it did. Uh, about the running order, of course, not decided yet since we haven't selected the team. Uh, but maybe it's uh, relevant to mention that when we uh, stood in this ice hockey uh, hall in the uh, stadium in Sjöleftö and waited for the prize giving ceremony, I arrived a bit late and uh, suddenly the other girls have, uh, they had, <laughs> they had placed themselves in the, their um, uh, suggested running order at uh, Vendla. Uh, so they had a plan and uh, <laughs> we'll see if they, uh, if they were right. Yeah, it's, uh, it's that uh, maybe uh, the good and also the bad with the Nidal team, you're so uh, equally good. Uh, if you, if you look at the team around you and, in Tiumila, we have Hagström on the last leg, uh, Alexandersson, Tejny, Risby, and uh, you, uh, without uh, Tuna in the team, there is no World Cup runners uh, in your team. Uh, can you keep up with the other mentioned here? We use as a strength, uh, a mental strength in our team that we have no weak points, no weak links. Um, no runner in our team uh, needs to go to bed the evening before a big relay and feel that shit i am like uh, five or ten percent weaker than the rest of the team because that's not true uh, so and <laughs> it's it's really a mental strength for us uh, and of course you can say that is a weakness that if we don't have like this uh, 
really, really big name on the last leg. It's uh, normally where some other ones can pick some minutes on our team. But in the end, we run with those we have. And I think we have shown several times now that uh, we, with normal performances, we're up there. And um, But of course, Vendla with only four legs is different than Timela with five legs. Um, with respect to those teams having like, yeah, three really good, solid names and one a bit weaker, uh, then it's, of course, those teams have better chance at Venla than a team where they have two weaker. <laughs> and when, yeah, to tell her by her name, like and when Tove is 25% of the team uh, instead of 20, it means something. Uh, so, so um, but yeah, we run first, and I think uh, we have good chances to be up there anyway. Uh, uh, can you, uh, Team Ilayukla, both are uh, big uh, relays. Uh, wh- what's most uh, prestige? Can you rank them, or uh, how, how do you look at that? Um, <laughs> I think in the most clubs I've been to, like Team Ila has most of the focus during the winter. Um, but like when you're at the arena, at the relay, then you're going to feel so much bigger. <laughs> uh, so, um, and the, uh, I've been lucky to run and so top teams that I've been part of winning teams at both relays. And, uh, and then I can't really tell the difference. So, um, you know, Finnish terrain, always great maps, um, lots of uh, positive things with uh, with Yuka. So it's always something to really look forward to and not to forget the trainings. Uh, um, usually I don't go there like several days before, but maybe I go there on Friday and have one, one map training on Friday evening. And it's always a really, really nice experience. But actually this year I had the same experienced uh, on the training the day before Timula because that felt more like Finnish Yukula terrain. <laughs> so I got got that really nice Yukula feeling, which, which was not expected at all. I got uh, I got a glimpse of two uh, runners running out on a morning jog Saturday morning before Timula. And when they came back, it was uh, Tuno Baguli and uh, Anamogeta Hösken, I realized. And they looked... Uh, Really, uh, like they were looking forward to the weekend without husbands and uh, children <laughs> and uh, and anything. What should you do to um, get that feeling again in in Vanla or the Yukula weekend coming up? At this time, I, I plan to bring my husband actually, but no kids. <laughs> so uh, I, I yeah I, I change to night tune with Anders uh, and uh, probably that's uh, that's fine too. But uh, yeah, what uh, what should we do to get a good feeling and uh, for the whole team and uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I think um, one thing with our team, I think even if we don't have individual ambitions uh, for world champs, anyone of us, it's uh, um, we really, really. What should I say? We appreciate training <laughs> and competing. And uh, we're really fond of orienteering, so um, you don't have to like tell us to have fun because we love orienteering so much. 
uh, even if we have lots of other things in life, I think uh, we counted the Villa team. We uh, in total we work 440 <laughs> percent. That means two of us work 100 percent and three of us work 80 percent. Uh, like office uh, work, all of us. And um, yeah, we are a mature team. A team that we had an average age of 35. So we're, I guess we're in um, that place in life where you are quite, yeah, mature, calm. You know that sport results, they aren't everything and the good results doesn't change anything. And bad results doesn't change anything either in your life. And uh, it, uh, it may sound boring, but, <laughs> but, it's, but it can be, uh, an advantage when it comes to handling high pressure, I think. And uh, well, what uh, uh, what will uh, happen at Vanla for uh, you can go home and to Oslo being satisfied with the weekend? Mm, I think we we will be satisfied if we had uh, had solid races, all uh, four of us and uh, that we felt like we were in the game. Yeah, and the game, and that's about uh, top five. Not, no, I don't want to discuss those places. I know some people and among them you are very interested in talking about placings, but uh, I, don't, I don't think that's so interesting. Not before or not even after. It's about the performances and experiences and memories. Yeah, and uh, then we'll see if you uh, get uh, good memories uh, from uh, this year's uh, trip to Finland. Uh, uh, thank you a lot, Anna for being with us. And then uh, we look forward to see what you can perform in Vanla. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you. Anna Margrethe Hausken Norberg there uh, talking mostly about uh, her uh, club uh, Nidal and how to but also in how to perform well in Vanlo. And uh, then we continue with um, her former uh, club, Holden Asko, who was uh, number 18 uh, last year in uh, Jukola. They have no uh, Norwegian runners in the first team this year in Vanlo. No, and they are also missing missing the, uh, the big star of the team. Elena Ross, the Swiss girl, is uh, staying home, uh, preparing for World Championship instead of going to Jukola. Um, so it would be hard for Halden to repeat the ninth place they got at Tiumila, which was a really good result for them. Uh, but they have a, yeah, they have a interesting team, uh, a quite fascinating mix with younger and experienced runners. Uh, and I think we have been told the team selections, have we not? Yeah, we have. Uh, this this is uh, for sure this uh, team. So uh, this is uh, if it's not official, you heard it here. Uh, in even national, so uh, that's uh, this. Uh, they will come with this team. Yeah. So on the first leg, it's Mile Beauvir, the French girl, and then they have a Spanish Anna Toledo, uh, then the New Zealander Lissy Ingham, and then they're finishing with the experienced Russian runner Svetlana Mironova. Uh, a team that can, I think they can do well, but they can also, uh, what should you say? They can also do pretty bad. Uh, there are some. Some girls here with high potential, but there are also some risk. Uh, so if they can be in the top 15, I think that's a good result for them. Uh, but yeah, it will be hard to get in the top 10, I think. 
interesting mix between uh, young uh, girls and uh, really uh, lots of experience in the end. Uh, uh, but it will uh, be exciting to see uh, with the first two le- legs uh, because then it's a lot of uh, tension in the relay. So uh, definitely uh, uh, great potential, but uh, exciting to see. And then we are moving to the next team and they are really a team to watch out for. Sunta uh, Juviskele, number 17 last year, uh, but they were number 7 at Tiumila. And I think they are one of the teams that will really benefit from four legs instead of five legs. Uh, they have two extremely good runners in Vera Clementinen and Teresa Janosiskova. And then they have some good options for the first two legs. Uh, uh, Anina Taipale has been running good first legs this year. Uh, so I expect her to start the relay for them. And then they will probably have Florence Hanauer, the French girl, or Janina Donner, uh, the Finnish girl, on the second leg, and then finish with Clementine and Janosiskova. And uh, yeah, if they are in contention of the two legs, they can most definitely end up on the podium here. Uh, yeah, really interesting uh, finish uh, of the le- the two last legs there with the uh, really high potential. Uh, and uh, Janoshikova, she is also, as I mentioned, with Olson uh, out on revenge uh, because she she missed out on the gold medal in the long distance in Czech Republic uh, last weekend. Maybe a disappointment, but then she can strike back uh, this weekend. Yeah, and as we mentioned with Andrea Svensson, uh, Andrea Svensson, she has a very good finishing sprint, and so does uh, Janoshiskova. So, yeah, if we get to see them, those two sprint out, maybe we can have a rematch of the, that legendary sprint from 2000 you mentioned. Yeah, we will see if uh, it's about the victory. Um, and we also have a, a Finnish team uh, in, with big BIP number 16. Yeah, and then... Um, yeah, number 16 last year, Finnish club Jemsen Retkiveikot. Uh, they were number 56 in Timila, but then they didn't have all the best runners here. And they have entered the team, so we uh, we know what they are coming with. And it's a very interesting team. Uh, three of the runners are born in the 2000s. And then you have the super veteran Maria Rantanen uh, on the third leg. So they are starting with Venla Taulaburi. And then they have Hilla Pitkanen on the second, and then Maria Rantanen on the third, and then Inka Nurminen on the last leg. And yeah, there were 16 last year, and I think they have every chance in the world to be even better this year. Uh, one of the teams you can expect to see between 10 and 20. So on a good day, closer to top 10. On a bad day, maybe outside of the top 20. But uh, they are definitely a team to watch out for. And yeah, it will be interesting to see Maria Rantanen running once more. Uh, she's turning 43 this year. And uh, yeah, as Marianne Andersen has proved, uh, as Harriskin has proved, being in their 40s uh, is not uh, is not a hinder for running really well or entering. Oh, she has been running internationally up to the latest year. So uh, she has uh, definitely the skills to uh, be uh, one of the best in the leg number three here in uh, Vanlo. And uh, but uh, from uh, experienced runner, we have the offensive uh, students from uh, Trondheim in uh, bit number 15. Yes, yeah, so they were number 15 last year, um, and they have a good team. Uh, now I'm uh, now I'm s- stuck here because I know I know the team, but uh, I'm not remembering it. Can you just uh, talk a bit about Anthony and then I will find the team because I've been told. 
Yeah, uh, and Anui, they had a really good uh, team uh, uh, this year. Uh, they were uh, in the top until uh, the last leg. Uh, there, it was a tough uh, journey for uh, the Finnish uh, Anna Tumis, who had a rough uh, day up in the north uh, forest uh, in Sweden there. In Shilafto, she lost... Uh, uh, more than 10 minutes on the last leg and then, then they were number 15 uh, so uh, uh, but uh, they could definitely fight for uh, at least a top uh, 10 position uh, in uh, this year's Vandla yes uh, and uh, now uh, now I got it here again so um, they are having a good team uh, Emma Arneson is running the first leg uh, I think she has been showing better and better form this spring uh, Ingrid Gullbrandsen is running the second leg She's a solid technical runner. Uh, she will not put the fastest leg time, but she will limit the time loss really well. And then Anne Thomas was running the last leg at Timila. Now she's running the third leg. And then they are finishing with uh, Anne Dirkorn, uh, the Norwegian Wook runner. Uh, so that's a very good team. And yeah, Anne Thomas is, uh, is not very stable, but uh, she has an extremely high top level. Uh, Anne Dirkorn is also. Maybe not the most stable rentier, but also she has a very, very high top level. So, yeah, with some uh, on on good days for the last two runners here, I think Anthony could be could be fighting for a top five and definitely do better than the fifteenth they got at Timula and the fifteenth they got last year at Tupola. Uh Actually, I think they were uh, disqualified uh, last year at Tupola. Uh That's true. So the second team was fifteenth last year. Then. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, because uh, Arne Dirkon uh, were on uh, a wrong forking on the, I think it was a third or second or third leg uh, in Newport last year. So then, weren't they, they weren't they in the lead almost when she was? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. The, that's true. They were. Uh, they were. Uh, we we know that uh, your sister Inge Lunones uh, was uh, first to the first uh, changeover. Uh, yeah, and then Anne was mispunching on the second leg. Uh, I think she was in. I think maybe she was the first team, and then she, yeah, took the wrong control. Um, so yeah, uh, this year they should find all the controls, and I think uh, yeah. So the second le- team was fifteenth last year. So I think it's uh, we should expect Anthony to be do better than fifteenth as the number is. Uh, but yeah, they are a team that can be on a good day. They can be number three, number four. And on a bad day, they can be number 20. We will see. Uh, and then in uh, bit number 14, we have uh, Paul Chopping, Aiko. Yeah, and that's a strange case. Uh, I'm surprised that they're allowed to keep the number bid uh, because last year they were running in a mixed team. Um, so they were number 14, but they had only two runners from Paul Chopping and then they had two girls from two other clubs. Uh, in in Tumila, they were number 76. And they had the the two Sonason sisters. They are very good runners, but the rest of the team is, yeah, is not at that level. And there is no chance that fall shipping will be in the top fifteen this year. Uh, so uh, yeah, but uh, maybe maybe uh, top twenty. Uh, we will see. Ah no, I I would be surprised if they are in the top twenty five, uh, even top thirty. Uh, but yeah, because now they don't have the. It was Alva Björk, and then who was the other one? Uh, was it? I think it was Eleonora Alinder. So basically, they had like four girls that was running, 
yeah, in the Swedish junior national team or in the Swedish national team. And now they have lost two of them. So, um, yeah, yeah, then it will be difficult to repeat that one. Um, and uh, and uh, bit number thirteen, it's uh, Rastikarut. Yeah, uh, one of those Finnish clubs that is doing really well in all the relays, but you don't see the the names of the runners that much in the in the individual competitions. Uh, I they were number twenty two in Timila. They've been doing really good in the in the relay league the last few years uh, in Finland, and they were number thirteen at Ukkola last year. So they have a very good team uh, without any really big names. Uh, I think Jenny Oyala is a very interesting runner. Uh, I'm pretty sure she was one of the girls selected for Jaywalk in the Finnish team that came out this week. Um, but yeah, some, some good runners. Uh, Mira Kaskinen is more experienced runner. She's running pretty well. Uh, Tina Niemi has been running good relays. So they have, a, they have a solid team without any top stars. And I'm, yeah, you can expect a solid performance from them, a solid result, but not not in the top in the top five fight, uh, but they yeah, are somewhere between ten and twenty. I would expect them to come. Uh, and then we have uh, team number uh, with bit, bit number twelve, uh, Iko Hope uh, Husqvarna. Yeah, they have an interesting team, a young uh, young team. Uh, they were number twenty five in Tumila this year. They lost a lot of time there on the long leg, uh, the long unforked leg, um, and yeah, they have. Many options to pick from. I, I'm expecting them to finish with Hilda Holmqvist, Johansson and Annika Simonsen. Two very, very good runners. Uh, and then who will get the first two spots? I'm not sure. But I would guess Hilda Palm should be in the team. And then you have the Åkesson sisters. Eric, Ericsson or Åkesson sisters. I'm, not, I'm stuck here. And then there's the Emma Ling that has been running well in the Swedish league this year. So, yeah, they have some options. Uh, but if they're doing good on the two first legs, they have very strong runners in Hilda Holmqvist, Johansson and Annika Simonsen on the last two. Yeah, uh, interesting finish there. Uh, and uh, then we jump to number 11, uh, a team with uh, really good uh, traditions in uh, the big uh, relays. So the Italian Iquan orienteering. Yeah, they were number 11 last year. They were number 13 in Timula this year. Uh, as with Tisarn, they lost a lot of time on the first leg uh, where Fiona Bunn had a bad a bad first leg at Timula this year. Uh, she's not in the team for Jukola. Uh, the Jukola team is, for the Venla team, is uh, uh, Luisa Borg, the junior on the first leg, uh, Laura King, the British girl on the second leg, Clara Borg, also a junior uh, on the third leg, and then Amanda Klein on the last leg. So a team with uh, high potential, but also a very, very young team, uh, lacking a bit experience. So it can be a bit hit and miss here. Uh, yeah, we know that uh, Amanda Klein got her uh, debut in the World Cup uh, in this spring in uh, Norway, but uh, uh, she was not so familiar in the terrain in Switzerland uh, in the selection races. But uh, uh, I think uh, the terrain in uh, Finland will suit uh, Solitelli quite good. And uh, yeah, uh, great potential uh, can suit them good. And yeah, maybe they can keep the number. We will see. Yeah, sometime, someplace around 10 to 15, that would be a good result, I think. And then we have a big uh, club in uh, Vanla Nukla circumstances. Uh, BIP number 10, Helsinki Sunnustayat. Yeah, they were disqualified at Humila uh, on the second leg, but they were doing well. I think they were in the big group on the out on the third leg. Uh, so yeah, they're a good team. They were number ten last year. Uh, 
but yeah, I'm not quite sure how to uh, how to judge this team. They have very big depth, uh, so likely you know it should be increased possibility that they have four runners in good form. Uh, the Evely Kasiku is the is the clearly the best runner of the team, and I expect her to run the last leg. Uh, and then it's very very open how they will do. Uh, I think on on the first leg they will go for either the young Czech Teresa Schmelikova or uh, young Finnish girl named Minja Niatula that had a very very good first leg in the last VSP Liga relay. And then how they mix up the last two spots in the team, it's very hard to say. Uh, Mila Matila was running good at the Helsinki U Games middle distance. There she was ahead of maybe the ones she's competing against with Emily Kemp, Nora Hivarinen and Johanna Hulkonen, for example. So a lot of runners to pick from. Uh, some of them experienced relay runners, some of them young and promising talents. Uh, I think they they are a team that should be in the fight for a top a lower top 10 position, but they could also end out yeah, around 15, 20 if they not have a great day. Uh, I think uh, for team uh, teams like this, um, it's uh, an, a big advantage uh, the VST Liga that they've been running uh, a lot of uh, relays earlier uh, and uh, during the years. Uh, when you look at the Finnish team uh, up against the uh, team from Sweden and Norway, they are more used to doing the relay stuff. Yeah, probably that's a good point. Uh, it's one of those things that it it makes sense if it is like this, but it's always hard to point point to the fact that it actually is like this. But yeah, there's a lot of good Finnish teams. Uh, we are going to talk about more of them now. Yeah. And we can start with number nine last year, Paimon Rasti. Uh, last year they had Alexandra Hornick. She's not running this year. They were number 34 in Tumila. And they are a team that uh, yeah, on a good day, they can repeat the top 10 from last year. Uh, but uh, there is no guarantees here. Uh, they have some very, I'd have a good runner in the young Milia Vataya uh, and the experienced Inga Dambe is showing better form. And then Ina Vestelun is a very fast runner. And Tula Wieberg had a good good race at Tumila. So I think those four can be a, a strong team. It would be interesting to see how they form the team. I would guess they go with Ina Vestelun on the first and Milia Vataya on the, sec- on the last one uh, and then fill up in the middle there. Yeah, one of those teams, they are good relay runners, they are experienced. Uh, yeah, sometimes it can be really good, sometimes it can be not so good. Um, and that I think that's quite uh, charming with the, with the Venla relays, that there are so many teams that you think that on a good day they can fight for a top five. And yeah, it's so close and it, you don't have to... Yeah, if you do one bad leg, then you're falling from fighting for top five to barely fighting for a top 20. So, yeah, there's a lot of these teams, in, especially in the Finnish clubs, that is, yeah, really, really good Venla teams. Uh, and it's all very close. But I think yeah, that's the thing, uh, one thing that differs uh, when you have four uh, legs uh, uh, compared to three legs in a World Champs uh, relay. When you have four legs, you have, um, uh, you can do a, less good leg you can't do a really bad but a less good leg and then you can uh, make it back again in the relay when it's only three legs uh, uh, you can't afford any mistakes to be in the top and uh, in team number eight from last year the northern star Poyantati. yeah they are one of the more experienced teams uh, 
they've been yeah fighting for the top results in Timila and Venla relay for many many years with quite a lot of the same runners. Uh, they were number sixteen at Timila, uh, but I think the four runners uh, in 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 Venla will suit them better. Uh, they have two very good runners in Anna Hataya and Kirsi Nurmi. Kirsi Nurmi is running the the middle distance at Finland at uh, for Finland at the World Championship. So I expect her to run the last leg and Anna Hataya to run the third leg. Uh, Sari Antonen is a very good and very experienced and solid first leg runner. And then they have some good options for the second leg, but I guess it will be Sara Niva. So that's a team that on a good day can fight for a top five, uh, but also a team where you can look at them afterwards and yeah, you see maybe they've been running stable, but at a slightly lower level because they are missing they are missing the superstars. Kirsi Nurm is running the world championship, but she is no she's no Marika Tene, she's no Ven Laharju. Uh, but she's third in the na- in the national team there, and uh, and uh, beat, with beat number seven, we have a really interesting team that can, uh, f- uh, yeah, they can fight for a podium position, uh, I think. Yeah, they were number seven last year and number twenty at Jumela this year, but that was without Ven Laharju. And now Ven Laharju should be should be back running. Uh, she was running the selection races in. In Finland, in Switzerland, sorry. Uh, even if she was pre-selected, she was running the races. Not really. I wasn't really impressed by her form, but uh, yeah, I expect it to be better and better for every week now leading up to the World Championship. So I think she will be able to run a, a good last leg for Tampere Pirento. They are a team that is, yeah, they were they were better a few years ago, but they are still very good. Uh, Saila Kinney uh, is experienced, but she has been showing some good performances this year. Uh, Lotta Karula, she had a baby last year and she's back at a quite decent level. Um, and then the younger Annie Hamp has been running quite well sometimes this year. So those four together could be could form a really, really strong team. Uh, I will be surprised if Tampere is winning the relay, but it's, it's not out of reach to end up in the top three. Uh, I don't know um, the form of uh, Van Lahoyu. They had some... Um... High altitude training there uh, in uh, in uh, around um, the selection races in Switzerland. Maybe that uh, affected uh, negatively on our uh, performances in the selection races. Uh, so, uh, but uh, we will see uh, how uh, how, we, how she will be in uh, yeah both in Venla and uh, later on in the World Champs. Uh, in uh, the with BIP number six, we have uh, a girl in the team that have. Uh, been running a lot of world champs and a really interesting uh, team from uh, Laden Sunnustayat 37. Do you call it that? Yeah, I, I don't know how you pronounce uh, 37 in Finnish. So I just say Laden Sunnustayat. Uh, they were number six last year. It was a great performance from them back then. Uh, number 14 in Tumila this year was maybe not what it was not up to their potential. Uh, I think they have a very interesting team and potentially they can also fight for for the top three here. Uh, it will be really interesting to see how they manage the team setup. Uh, Mina Kapi was running the last leg of Team Villa, but I think uh, Elisa Matila, the junior world championship junior world champion from sprint last year, uh, I think she should run the last leg. She was. She was not running Tumila, uh, but she's been showing some really good results uh, in Finland since then. Uh, and I, I think she should run the last leg. And then you have Mina Kaupi on the third leg. Uh, 
Sanna Kaupula has been good this year, so put her on the second leg, and then you start the relay with either Karolina Uskoski or Anna Nari. So that's a team with uh, a lot of experience, a lot of uh, yeah, a lot of good skills for relay running, and then with a very very interesting first year elite runner uh, in Elisa Mattila uh, that has a very very high potential. Yeah, uh, really interesting if they let her go on the last leg there, and uh, they, if they could. Uh put her out uh, in contention with the lead. Uh, one team that were uh, in contention with the lead at the team is uh, the team running with BIP number five, uh, Nydalen Asko from Norway. Uh, yeah, they have been really, really good in the relays lately uh, on the women's side. Uh, extremely good. Uh, they were number three in Tumula. Last year, Venla, they were number five. Uh, this year they are without Tune Bergerulia, uh, but they still have a very, very good team uh, with Anna Ulvensson, Alice Hugosson, Helena Karlsson and Anna-Margrethe Hesken-Norberg. Uh, so, yeah, I will be very surprised if they are winning. Uh, I will not be surprised at all if they are in the top three or top five. Uh, they were uh, top five uh, last year without uh, Anna-Margrethe Hesken-Norberg. Yeah, so, they're... Uh, uh have the key of how to run uh, relays, I think, uh, in the women's team there in uh, Netherlands. They're uh, confident, and we also heard in the interview with Hauskin, they know how to do this. Uh, so it will be, yeah, exciting to see. But they, they are lacking the really world-class uh, last leg runner, I think. Yeah, or we can see maybe Hauskin can find, uh, find her good old self and uh, beat all those young girls one more time. Yeah, interesting. Uh, in uh, with BIP number four, we have a world class uh, last leg runner for uh, Kalman Rossi at least. Yeah, I expect Marika Tane to run the last leg. Uh, I think she's an extremely good runner, a scr- extremely good orienteer, of course, like European champion. She's been running, winning medals uh, internationally several times. Uh, but I'm often slightly disappointed by her performances in the relays. Uh, it's been, yeah, it's been a lot more up and down uh, in the relays. I feel that she's always a bit more stable, a bit more at a higher level in the individual championships. Uh, but of course, she's an extremely good runner, and I think Kalavan Rasti has an extremely good team, uh, and they also have some, yeah, some very good options that will probably end up in the second team. Uh, I think they're going for an all-Finnish team. So Ida Hapala, uh, Mia Nittinen and of course Marika Tainy. The three of them are running the World Championship for Finland. And then you have Siri Silvenoinen, uh, the, yeah, the Finnish middle distance champion from last year. And if they go with these four, there's good runners like uh, the French Cecil Calandri or uh, the British Grace Molloy in the second team. So... Even if they have some someone get sick, they have a very good depth. Uh, but yeah, it will come down to to the last leg. Uh, I think they have several good options. Mia Nittinen can run the last leg if Marika Tene wants to run the third leg, for example. Um, or yeah, Ida Hapala can run the last leg. She's also been running well well this year. And yeah, so they were number four last year, number five in Tumila. And for me, they are a very, very strong contender for a podium spot and one of the outsiders for the victory. Yeah, I, I agree with you there. Um, it's uh, really interesting to see uh, first uh, which uh, lineup they will have and uh, then how they will uh, perform in the relay. I think, um, yeah, they can uh, uh, 
fight for um, the medals, if we say so. And uh, the last medal, if you use that uh, terminology, uh, last year was Ukokora, and then they've got the uh, BIP number three this year. Yeah, and they are definitely going to fight for another podium. They have a very good team um, with uh, yeah. uh, Lisa Rispi as the big star on the last leg. Uh, the Swiss girl, Martina Ruch, is often running really well in these Nordic relays. Uh, Vilma von Krusenstjerna is a good runner, a good first leg runner. And then the yeah, the weak card in the team is uh, would be either Kaiser Rispi or Matilda Eriksson. Uh, both of them are yeah, quite experienced relay runners. Uh, and they, they, as you said, they know how to do it. They've been performing really well in the relays over the last yeah, five, six, seven years. They were number six in Team Willa this spring. Um, not not the biggest favorite for a top three, but uh, a strong, strong contender. Uh, we will hope uh, that uh, Lisa Isby is uh, okay to run. Uh, she struggled a bit um, in the selection races in Switzerland with the, with the knee, but um, I hope that's okay uh, because she is really needed if they uh, uh, should uh, yeah get out their potential uh, in uh, the Venla relay. Yeah, I mean, in a, in a team like Kore, a runner like Lisa Rispi makes a huge difference. If she is not running, the team is 10 minutes worse. Uh, so, yeah, she has to be running and she has to be in good form. Uh, she's she's going to run the long distance for Sweden in the World Championship. So her motivation and her spirit should be very high now. So, yeah, uh, one of the teams to watch out for, of course, uh, but one, not one of the biggest favorites. Uh, and I think with BIP number two uh, this year's uh, Venla, uh, I, I don't think they will uh, uh, stand up for their BIP number this year. No, uh, EFQ leading had a fantastic Venla really last year when they were number two. That was a big surprise. Uh, in Timila a few weeks ago, they were number 35. That was like equally a bad surprise. I, I mean, they were not not in the discussion among the favorite, but uh, yeah, they were, you could expect them to be around maybe top 20, uh, but they were not performing really great in Timila. And if they, yeah, if they're going to do a good result here, they have to perform really, really well. Uh, Emma Biesmo is the best runner in the team. She's been struggling a bit with injury. Uh, she was, she was better last year than she is this year. Uh, the last year, Veronica Kalinina ran really well. And she was not running Cumula. I'm not sure if she's coming for Venla. And then they have some, yeah, some lesser-known runners to fill the last two spots. Uh, so yeah, I think EFQ leading should, if they are in the top ten, it's extremely good. If they are in the top twenty, it's it's okay. Uh, Kalinina was actually at the Russian champs uh, during a Cumula weekend. Uh, so uh, there's no uh, uh, when you are called to run there, you have to go. Uh, actually, so, yeah, uh, it's a bit different from what uh, we are used to in our part of the world. Yeah, but uh, in our part of the world, we are uh, getting used to that. EFK uh, Göteborg is winning the big uh, relays in the women's side. Uh, they are uh, also uh, bit number one here after victory in uh, Vanla last year and. Uh, what will they come with here, uh, Ivo? Yeah, being the team selector in IFK Göteborg is really hard on women's side, and uh, I think they, they, it's hard to it's harsh to say that they got it wrong when even when the team ended up winning. Uh, 
but the fact that the second team was number two in the relay uh, showed that there was maybe at least one, maybe two girls that could have been running in the first team there. Uh, and I expect both of them to run in the first team this time. So I, from what I've heard, the first team will be uh, Sarah Axtrem on the last leg, of course, uh, Ingrid Lundanes on the first leg, and then with uh, Sanna Fast and Simone Ebersholt in the middle. So it's quite harsh. Uh, they are dropping they're dropping two of the girls from the women team, uh, Atimila, plus that Miritano Odom is not running Yukola. Um, and yeah, in this in the Timila, the second team was number two. Uh, I don't think EFW will win a double victory here. Uh, the, the second team will be very, very good, but they are without Miritano Odom and they are without uh, Isia Basia, from what I know. Uh, so yeah, maybe the second team can be fighting for 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 top 10 on a very good day or at least a top 15 uh, but the first team should definitely fight for the victory and i think i said earlier that the Sturatuna is the my big favorites and then of course if we is the big 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 number two here in my eyes uh yeah you were at uh, team selections uh, uh there was a story from 20 years ago in holden uh, then uh, the yeah, I think Shell Puck is uh, coaching or team selector in IFK Göteborg now. Back then, he was in Holden. And Øystein Christiansen, he was uh, running in the second team for Holden at uh, Jukola. But Shell Puck was also in the Norwegian Federation, uh, responsible for the relay. And Øystein uh, Christiansen was also running in the first Norwegian team uh, being world champion in the relay in the... Yeah, so uh, I I think we can conclude that one of those selections was uh, wrong. Yeah, uh, but I mean you have some history, similar histories. Uh, I think it was uh, it must have been in two thousand and twelve. Uh, that was when Czech won the relay at World Championship, wasn't it? With Jan yeah. Forsas from the last leg. That's right. Uh, and on Jukola, a couple of weeks before Tiumil, uh, before World Champs, he was running Kalmaras the second team at Jukola. So, yeah, it's not always the runners uh, that are in the first team at the big relays uh, are the ones that are in the, in the winning the World Championship in the, in the end. But, uh, yeah. So, no, yeah, we'll see. It's some uh, quite different uh, relays, but uh, one uh, girl who has uh, know how to do both uh, World Championship relays, uh, European Champs relays, and uh, Venla and uh, Tiumila is uh, Sa Hogsom. Uh, we can listen to what she has to say about uh, this year's uh, Vanla for EFK. Uh, so, Hagsom, you've been uh, doing really good uh, in uh, both uh, Timila and Jukla, or Vanla, maybe we should call it in the women's class, uh, last year's uh, with the uh, victories in both. Uh, uh, now uh, it's uh, coming to this year's uh, big uh, relay in Finland, and uh, how are you looking at that? Yeah, we're looking forward to it. Uh, I think it's always a nice time spending time in Finland in June. And uh, yeah, I think we will have a good team uh, even this year. Yeah, you won last year, as I said, and double victory in Tiumila. Uh, that uh, puts the goal on a new victory, I think. Yeah, yeah, of course we set the goal high. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's really, <laughs> you never know. And uh, this year we have... Uh, yeah, some people not uh, joining the the Velna trip, uh, so we will see how we set up the team. I, I don't know yet, uh, but uh, yeah, for sure we'll, we will do our, our best. 
But it's uh, it looks like after winning Jukla or Venla last year, uh, it's been a great success for you. Was uh, that important to um, yeah feel that you can make it all the way? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Uh, like we we have said many years, like if we only do like normal performances, we we would be really high up in the in the result list. But uh, yeah, we didn't really believe in that uh, until last year, I think. So yeah, maybe we have found something now and they can continue on that road. Uh, what have you found? What is the key for us? Big success in those relays? I think it's just to be relaxed because uh, previous years we have had like maybe uh, maybe a bit equally strong uh, women over the whole legs and that's good but it's hard when uh, the last uh, woman is going out with Tuve and uh, yeah or someone else uh, really fast on the last leg but now it feels like I have taken a step and also some other girls in the team so maybe we have some more like uh, outliers sort of and and that's that's really good for the team because then people can rely on that uh, like doing a normal race is good enough you don't have to make the race of your life life so yeah I think you don't have to like give a gap to the last person uh, nowadays uh, because it can it can be possible any, anyway, but previously maybe we had to do that. Uh. And that uh, last person, uh, I, I assume that's uh, you? Yeah, I, I don't know yet. Uh, we'll see how we set up the team. I have some problems with the broken rib, uh, so I having, I'm having some trouble with, like, with breathing. Uh, but it seems to have been going quite well now in the test, test races, so we will see how we set up the team. Isn't that uh, just some uh, painkillers and uh, run like uh, you've never done before? <laughs> yeah, painkillers doesn't really work on, on uh, ribs. Uh, maybe a bit, but uh, yeah, yeah. I, I think when, when on the relay I have adrenaline and uh, painkillers and stuff like that. So I think my performance will not be so affected by that. But uh, you never know how it develops now from three tough races uh, by falling and something might have gone wrong. But... Yeah, I, I hope uh, it will be fine. But uh, about yourself, you said you have uh, been taking steps. Uh, there was uh, one uh, whispering to me that uh, she's not so much better in physical or technical, but it's uh, self-confidence. Is uh, that a correct analysis uh, of the situation? Ah, yeah, I don't know. I think I had quite good self-confidence before too, but uh, maybe like training a bit. I, I didn't have good self-confidence in, in the uphill part. Uh, so maybe that's like the change of, of this year. I've been in Italy and training a lot of uphills, so maybe I have the self-confidence in that. But I think also I, I managed to take a step physically in, in the uphill part. But it's not bad for the self-confidence to be to win a World Cup race either. No, 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 that's, uh, that's really good. And I think that boost media, boosted me a lot. And uh, the whole club got a lot of self-confidence at Tiumila. And uh, you will go for a new victory now in Jukla. Yeah, I really hope for that. Uh, it was so much fun winning uh, last year and I hope we will be able to do the same. Maybe, uh, yeah, see if uh, it's some other persons in the team uh, and uh, see if we can, yeah, try to, to, to make it again. <laughs> yeah, you are a big favourite at least. Uh, good luck with the last preparations. Yeah, thanks a lot. The last part to go. Uh, so Hogson, they're uh, talking about uh, IFK Göteborg and Venla, and we have talked uh, uh, about uh, all the teams um, who are uh, going to get out there and fight for victory at least. Uh, 
And then I think we should uh, do some predictions uh, from our side, Ivo. Yeah, so if we go at, at Tumila, we predicted only the top three, but here we're going for the top five. So in the in the Venla relay of 2023, I'm going for Stura Tuna as the victor, uh, just ahead of Ieko Göteborg, and then Kalvan Rasti will be number three. Then I think uh, Uko Linné will be number four, slightly surprised, and then Igtisa will be a slightly bigger surprise in fifth place. Uh, so no Nidal or no quarter for me in the top five. Uh, you mentioned no needle and no uh, quarter. Uh, those were uh, actually uh, I was uh, uh, I was uh, fond of uh, taking both of them into the top five predictions of my own, uh, but I ended up with only one of them. Uh, I have uh, predicted IFK uh, Göteborg uh, doing uh, three in a row in the big relays, winning uh, Vanla. And ahead of Stuartuna, Kalman Rosti number three, Niran number four. And then I take uh, a long shot on uh, Laden Sunnustay at uh, number five. Maybe not a long shot, but I I think uh, it will be interesting to see their uh, uh, team with high potential. And they can be number five. Yeah, and then we will, of course, see when the when the team selection comes out. I mean, if if some of the, some of the top runners in some of the teams mentioned are are injured or sick or yeah we're prioritizing different before the world championship then it will look different but uh, yeah based on what what we know right now and these are our predictions and i think by that we will end the episode about the venla relay and then we will do a separate uh, for the men's yukula relay yes thanks for now and uh, keep on listening to the yukula predictions Mannen dro ut och löp orientering med kart och kompass och med riktig sko. Sikta sågar ett bästa notering för kroppen var lätt och god. I vår national orientering podcast mapping compass, navigation skill, orientering competition. Jag har mött nog jävligt på Boston här uppe. Running like a motherfucker. I vår national orientering podcast.